0: they have an agenda. It's the LifeSpring One Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California, and podcasting since 2004. My name is Steve Webb, and I'm your OG Godcaster. It's Epistle Sunday, and our reading today is the book of Second John. And being Sunday, we'll also have a time of prayer. The website is lifespringmedia.com, and contact information will be at the end of the show. Before we read, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord, and we thank you for our time together. Help us as we read today to understand and to learn. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin. 2 John From the Church Leader To the chosen lady and her children, whom I love because we share the truth. I'm not the only one who loves you. Everyone who knows the truth also loves you. We love you because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Goodwill, mercy, and peace will be with us. They come from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, who in truth and love is the Father's Son. I was very happy to find some of your children living in the truth as the Father has commanded us. Dear Lady, I am now requesting that we continue to love each other. It is not as though I am writing to give you a new commandment. Rather, from the beginning we were commanded to love each other. Love means that we live by doing what He commands. We were commanded to live in love, and you have heard this from the beginning. Many people who deceive others have gone into the world. They refuse to declare that Jesus Christ came in flesh and blood. This is the mark of a deceiver and an antichrist. Be careful that you don't destroy what we've worked for, but that you receive your full reward. Everyone who doesn't continue to teach what Christ taught doesn't have God. The person who continues to teach what Christ taught has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and doesn't bring these teachings, don't take him into your home or even greet him. Whoever greets him shares the evil things he's doing. I have a lot to write to you. I would prefer not to write a letter. Instead, I hope to visit and talk things over with you personally. Then we will be completely filled with joy. The children of your chosen sister greet you. Second John is addressed to a very special woman and her children. Now, some commentators believe that this woman is actually a specific church and her children are the members of the church. In my opinion, it doesn't really matter whether it's a specific woman or a specific church. The message that John wrote is applicable to either or both. Well, this church or this woman is loved by John and many other believers, and John asks her to continue in loving. He's aware of her children and the fact that they're living according to God's laws, which include loving one another. Now, when this book was written, there were false teachers going around teaching such falsehoods that Jesus, being God, was not actually human. He said, they refused to declare that Jesus Christ came in flesh and blood. But, beloved, to deny that Jesus came in flesh and blood, to deny that Jesus was fully human, that's a pernicious lie. That Jesus is fully human is a fundamental truth of the gospel. We can never abandon that truth. Why? Well, one reason is that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Or as one of the translations says, there is no remission of sin. So if Jesus was not fully human, there would have been no shedding of blood. So it's important that we realize that we believe that Jesus was fully God and fully human. Now in light of the fact that these false teachers were going about teaching this false Jesus John warns the woman to be careful and not let them destroy all that they've worked for and to not even invite them into her home or even greet them because doing so would be to share in the evil that they were doing So you remember 2 Timothy 3:16 right all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. So when John says in verses 10 and 11, If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive them into your house and do not give them a greeting. For the one who gives them a greeting participates in his evil deeds. When John says that, I believe it, and I believe that is God telling me how to deal with people that teach that Jesus is not who he said he is in the New Testament. So, this is how I deal with Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons who come to my door. I don't invite them in, and I don't even engage them in a conversation. I take the teaching of 2 John verses 10 and 11 very seriously. I simply tell these people that I'm not interested, and I say goodbye. I don't even say, have a nice day. But Steve, you say, don't you tell them why? Don't you try to show them the truth? And my answer to you is no. You see, these people are generally very well trained and prepared, whereas I'm just going about doing my normal activities. I'm not in the mindset to debate. And the truth is, these people are not really interested in having an honest conversation. They have an agenda, and a 10-minute talk on my front porch isn't going to change that agenda. Am I saying that I never share the truth with Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons? Not at all. But here's the difference. The door knockers are actively spreading their deceptions. They're evangelists for their cause. But there are Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons who are, shall we say, civilians. They aren't in the process of evangelizing for their group. Remember, in almost every case, you have to have a relationship with someone before you can really have a meaningful discussion about faith. And I've had these conversations with friends who were Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons. I've done this. It's not that I'm against engaging them in conversation, but when they come to my front door, I take Second John very seriously. Do you have thoughts or questions? I'd love to hear them. Send a boostergram or call the LifeSpring family hotline or go to the comments page or write an email. Tomorrow will be The Law Monday and our reading will be Deuteronomy 26 through 28. <laughs> this 5,000 sat boostogram came in from Anonymous, who's using the Podverse app. They said, you don't sound a day over 35. <laughs> well, thank you, Anonymous. If only I could say that the rest of me could pass for 35. But alas, in fact, I'm nearly twice that age. But that's okay. The lovely lady Leanne doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> Thanks, Anonymous, for the boostergram. Beloved, if you're receiving any value from the Lifespring One Year Bible, how about returning some of that value in the form of time, talent, or treasure? Go to this website. Lifespringmedia.com support. I'll thank you, and I believe that God will bless you. Prayer Requests and Praises Scott sent in this praise report. He said, I have a couple of praises for today. First, Sunday the 10th, hey, that's today, is my 29th wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, Scott. I've been blessed beyond measure in my life with Diana. She has been my rock, and together we have raised a child that is on the verge of graduating college and moving out into the world on their own. Well, congratulations. Good job, Scott and Diana. I also pray that we have many more years together and look forward to our next chapter in our life as well. I would also like to praise God for bringing you, Steve, and your ministry into my life. This is only my second year for the One Year Bible, and at the end of last year, I was somewhat panicked when you were considering retiring then. I believe God spoke to me, and so I took on the task as one of the show art creators for this podcast, and I've not only learned much around what it took to do this task, but I believe it also helps me understand that as one door closes, as you end the one-year Bible, I'm sure that God will open another door for me that will allow me to continue my journey in Christ. Yours in service, Scott, otherwise known as Sir Snide from No Agenda. Well, thank you, Scott. It has been a blessing for me as well, having your donations of time and talent this year. I'm so glad you responded to God's leading to jump in. It's been fun having you as a member of the Lifespring family, my brother Scott. Thank you. God bless you. Prayer Requests. Uh, Kathy has an appointment at City of Hope scheduled for this Wednesday. She'll have labs done and we'll see the neurologist about possibly getting that epidural to relieve the pain that we've talked about. That'll depend upon her platelet count, which was low the last time they checked. Also, Dell had an appointment at the VA hospital a few days ago as a follow-up to his having COVID. Turns out the virus attacked his kidney, and he was going into renal failure. I had no idea that could happen. Dell only has one kidney. About 25 years ago, he had cancer, and he lost one of his kidneys to that disease. So this week, they did some tests, and they found the problem with the kidney. Uh, It's possible that Dell will have to take insulin. We're waiting for word from the doctor on that. And my surgery is coming up Wednesday. I don't have a time yet. They wait until the day before to do the scheduling. Uh, Since it will be a laparoscopic procedure, I really wasn't too concerned about it. But the surgeon prescribed a pretty heavy-duty pain drug for afterwards, so I'm a bit apprehensive as to what to expect. I guess we'll see, right? So anyway, I've decided to pre-record a few shows for this week, just in case. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your loving care. We thank you for being our rock, our shield, and our fortress. We thank you for the wisdom we find in your word. We look to you, Lord, for guidance, for comfort, and for strength. Without you, we can do nothing. Everything we have, everything we are, is because of you. We worship you, Lord. Father, we rejoice with our brother Scott and his wife Diana over their 29-year anniversary. Thank you for being there for them through the years, Lord. We pray for them that you will grant them many more years together. And we thank you for their child's upcoming graduation. We pray that you would bless them. Use them, Lord, for your glory. Guide their steps. And as they and their parents begin a new phase in their lives, show them your will for them. And now, Lord, I pray once again for my upcoming surgery. Guide the surgeon's hands. I ask that everything would go well and that recovery will not be too difficult. Thank you that I am able to have this procedure done, Father. And now, Lord, I thank you for the Lifespring family. Where there are needs, I pray that you would meet each one according to your perfect will and perfect love. Bless the Lifespring family, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm sure it comes as no surprise, but because of my surgery, we'll not have a time of prayer this coming Wednesday. Our next time will be a week from today. But if something does come up this week, send in your praise report or your prayer request anyways, because I will pray with you and for you in my own quiet times. As always, I invite your comments and your questions. Send a Boostergram using a modern podcast app from podcastapps.com or call the LifeSpring Family hotline at one And for prayer requests and praises, go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. If you have a comment or a question, go to comment.lifespringmedia.com and my email address is steve at lifespringmedia.com. I'm so thankful for the team. Sister Denise does the transcripts. Michael Hayner does the chapters. Scott Snyder and Jason Paschal do the show art. And Sister Brittany does the newsletter. Jason Paschal did today's show art. And beloved, thank you for inviting me to be a part of your day. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Until then, may God bless you richly. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. All the programs in the LifeSpring Media family are made possible by the generous gifts of people like you.